Welcome everybody to Funeral Nation episode 179. I'm Ryan Fogmartin, that is Jeff the Funeral Commander Harbison, and this is the only weekly news web show in the funeral profession. Boom. It's uh, it, it's a tell-all here. We review the news, we give opinions, some commentary, and uh, oftentimes we'll bring out uh, new launches and folks that... Uh, have something to say about our business that's right and if you don't ever know you don't know that's it if you're not in the effing game not watching this then it's not there speaking of being in the effing game i just love having the opportunity now to be with cnj i've got six weeks ahead of me of traveling and working with the company training funeral directors how to reduce their accounts receivable and increase their cash flow so uh let's go ahead and run that promo for cnj because they're my peeps. CNJ Financial and CFS are excited to announce a powerful yet simple solution to help thousands of funeral homes and families with the challenges that life insurance assignments can bring. Insurance companies are often a hassle to deal with, and claims can take weeks or months before payment is received. If you're tired of the hassle and cash flow delay in processing insurance death claims, CNJ's fast funding program can help. With the new seamless integration between the two companies, CFS client families can submit preliminary insurance information to your firm through your website prior to the arrangement conference. The final assignment information is sent to CNJ via the insurance assignment tab in your website management console. Once the claim is submitted, CNJ will verify the benefits, and as soon as verification is obtained, payment is made to your firm usually within 24 to 48 hours. C&J and CFS are committed to simplifying the lives of funeral directors so you can focus your time serving families. I love it, Mr. Commander. Look, so I, I just got to, you're, you're not going to toot your own horn. I'm going to toot it for you. Uh, you had a great ride up this week in Funeral Service Insider. And look, mm -hmm. so I consider you somewhat of celebrity status now in, in, the, in the death care space because... People are changing roles at companies daily in this profession, and not everybody gets a write-up when they make a, a job shift or company shift. So you got a nice little Q&A. Tom did a great job. Um, talked a little bit about Funeral Nation, but, but dominantly, like what you were doing at Foresight and now how that correlates to this role at CNJ. And I think anyone that knows you well knows that you have – always thrived and and really loved the financial side of, of the game because profit is one of your favorite words. It is. And, you know, one of the things that I found out when I had my own funeral homes was that the removing the icky discussion about how do we get paid at the funeral home. And so that's my sole focus with C&J is to work with our clients. And if you're not a client, we'll work with you too. Uh, on how to have arrangement room discussions, taking the icky, don't feel good about talking about money, using the GPL to do it, and uh, does a couple things. Uh, decreases uh, accounts receivable, increases cash flow, but on the other end, the biggest piece, it actually increases the family satisfaction because they're not talking about money or how to pay at the end of the service. And, you know, that's when you guys know out there when you slide that goods and services statement to a family after all the arrangements done, everybody has to take a bathroom break or a smoke. It's because you didn't do your job. That's right. So uh, the training I have and provide uh, changes that 
and uh, love to talk to folks more about it here soon. But speaking of big news and things going on, you know, you had an interesting article this week about DNA in the funeral business. And we've talked about that and felt I was one of the folks that helped introduce it. And it was really geared from California case where they use DNA to solve some things. But more importantly, when we have cremation, um, DNA gets completely destroyed. Yeah. So DNA goes away, I think, at 800 degrees. It's totally degraded. And we're cremating anywhere from, you know, 14, 1500 degrees all the way up to 2300. So it's gone. And so funeral homes that aren't collecting or at least offering post-mortem DNA collection for preservation, especially with cremation, I think it's a problem. Yeah, I, I would agree. I would think there's value in it. And look, DNA is kind of at the forefront right now, too, with some things going on with 123andMe out in California on the consumer side. So funeral homes being able to be engaged in that conversation and help consumers bank that DNA. Um, you know, I, you and I had a conversation years ago about on the cremation authorization form, making families check a box that they understand that all DNA is lost in a cremation. And I think that that's important because it opens up a conversation that, you know, there's been situations where families have been upset with funeral homes because they didn't know or didn't have the opportunity to DNA bank. And so I, I just think it's a, it's a conversation that the profession at large needs to be aware of that, that's happening and is in the consumer forefront. Yeah, at some point, some point in the future, it's going to end up being a lawsuit. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, as our friend Paul Master said, cover your your behind, <laughs> cover your donkey. That's right. Yeah, don't do it. Hey, look, uh, let's go real quick to our friends at Plotbox. We are waiting to get them on here live. Yeah, uh, you can see that these guys uh, are advertising with us. Uh, the two owners are fantastic folks, your entire team, and they're turning um, the cemetery business on its, its ear. And uh, I'm excited to have them on board. Yeah. Uh, you've got something special going on this week I with uh, a book writer, speaking of a celebrity. I do. So uh, I want to talk about two webinars that are upcoming this week and one the next week. So this week on Thursday, at 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, which is 11 a.m. Eastern Time. I'm doing a live webinar with Jake Johnson to discuss his new book, uh, which I have read. And, and, you know, I read a lot of business and personal development type books. And even though this is geared towards the death care space, this book is just an actionable business book. Uh, there's a lot of great content in it and a lot of valuable content. It should be required reading for uh, every mortuary student, in my opinion. So I'm going to interview Jake on a live webinar uh, through Johnson Consulting about the book. We're going to talk a little bit about social media, and we're also going to discuss kind of the next decade and you know some predictions similar to what you and I did, but he's looking more at the uh, merger and acquisition side and, and some things like that. So going to be a great live webinar. We'll have information uh, below on, on the link to uh, register for that webinar, as well as Disrupt is going to be doing another live social media webinar on February 18th, where we're going to be looking at transparency and relationship building content and how that plays a role in leads for a funeral home. So 
Good stuff coming up. All free too. Gosh, that's what what a word, free. Yeah, that F word that a lot of folks don't like out here. That's right. You know, we've uh, I talked to my friend uh, Jack Helm from Skyways Media this week, and uh, we're going to have those guys back on uh, shortly. Well, you know, starting to get into that season where yeah. where really the ICC FA kicks off right. the convention se- season yeah. and with states. So we need to get those guys back on here because. Uh, what they're doing is phenomenal. They're entering some spaces that collaborates with the death care business yep. and helps funeral homes. So uh, let's look forward to seeing those fellas here shortly. I love it. Well, well Ryan, um, anything else you see as big news that's out here? Other than the fact that this profession isn't slowing down, like big news wise, no, like I don't, I think you and I have talked about this off the record, like the momentum that was kind of carried from 2019 into 2020. I don't know if it was just, it's a new decade. So it's kind of this refresher starting new, but I just feel like there's a lot of momentum in the profession that, that just steamballing. Like we're already almost 40 days into the, the new decade and the new year and things are just moving you know right along. Like you kicked off the year in a brand new, Position the Funeral Nation shows broke more news than any other platform uh, in the space over the last forty days, and really probably the last couple of years. So, just a <laughs> lot of momentum, man. I, I think it's it's a good time for their profession. Um, yeah, it's, it's well. I, I'm going to take a little bit of exception. It's either the best time to be in the profession or the worst. There time. you go. It depends on how you you view the world. Yep. The spectrum is. The progressive, the folks who are really working hard, paying attention to what families want. Uh, cremation is an issue. It's just another disposition. We move, drive on. Yeah. And then you have the ones over here that we keep doing it the same old way. That's right. They're on the worst end, the positives over here. And, the, yep. you know, the great part for you and I is we primarily deal with the positive folks. And uh, that's what's so exciting. We see that momentum. We see the opportunities. And uh, so, do they, so do they. So we're doing this as a collective effort for the industry and profession. Yep. And I'm excited about it. Me too. It's great. It's good stuff. And I mean, it's nice to be a part of the change. It's nice to be a part of the conversation. We're really creating the conversation. Um, you know, there, there's some opinion that goes into the show, but you, you have said it better than anybody that we don't make the news. We just report the news. And, All right. you know, <laughs> if you don't like what's happening right now in the funeral space, you're going to hate it over the next 10 years. So it's might not well getting just, any better for you. Might as well duck out now. <laughs> we'll see you later. You know? Yeah. There's that, that, we need to learn how to start talking to cremation families. I still just don't understand it. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> Same conversation over and over again That's we right. for 10 years. That's right. Well, Ryan, uh, next week I'll be uh, up in Madison, Wisconsin. I actually bought a coat to go up there. I mean, I have a heavy coat. So uh, no shorts and flip-flops for me up there. And so I have a feeling that we're going to be uh, doing this remote. Yeah. So it'll be fun. You never know what happens. Sometimes when we go remote, we go live. So that's, that could be something. That is. Okay. Well, Commander, until next time, have a great effing week. Out of here, bro.